0: This man was very nice. He and his wife were very sweet people. And I didn't get mad. I didn't say, I'm leaving. But, but eventually, I we had set up a private meeting. I said, I'd like to talk with you. And I just let him know because we were leading worship in there. I said, I can't fully worship and 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 share the fullness of the gospel if the leaders don't understand it. So I shared with him. I said, listen, um, you've mentioned this about sickness and and I believe that actually, according to the ministry of Jesus, it is God's will to heal everybody. Someone might not receive that or believe that, but it is God's will. And that I see in the ministry of Christ, all that he asked is that we believe. And everyone that came to him and believed received healing. And he was very gracious. He said, well, we don't agree with that. Um, but we told him, so we were looking, we, we need to find a place that understands this, and he was very gracious. And he actually, we sh- we had had come to know of another church uh, about forty five minutes from there, and he he actually called that pastor and he said, you know what, I've got a really nice uh, couple here. And uh, they want to come to your church because they, they agree with the things you teach. And I uh, just want to let you know they're, they're good folks. And uh, they're... So he was very nice about the whole thing. We left peacefully. We didn't throw a fit. We didn't get mad at anybody. But we had to leave. Why? Because I had experienced Christ on that golf course six years earlier, seven years, eight years. And I was determined I've got to have all of Jesus. I can't accept the religious conclusions of man. What I'm sharing with you is essential to Highway Church. This is what we're all about. But you have to be willing to let go of of religious tradition and maybe the things that you've been told by by churches you were a part of. When you come to embrace Christ as recorded in the Scriptures, and once you embrace what he's taught and you begin experiencing in your life, you will never settle for less. The fathers and mothers in the church, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, it is God's will, and we see that with the original 12. We see that with Paul and the other apostles in the New Testament epistles. the, The goal was to bring the revelation of Christ into the earth. It takes faith to know God, to experience God. What is faith? Being sure of who He is and what He's done for me. You can't have faith if you don't know his will. I can't receive forgiveness of sin if I don't know it's God's will for me to be forgiven. Can you imagine if I told you, well, not everybody's forgiven. God uses sin sometimes to teach us things. That's that's what people are saying about sickness often. Sickness, sin, they're they're all tied in the same curse. Christ redeemed us from all of that. We're going to have communion here in just, just a little bit to celebrate that, okay? So it's God's will that the five-fold ministry be very strong in fresh hot Jesus. But religion has gotten the way of that. And oftentimes what comes from the pulpit are the ideas of men, which keep people in bondage. I am very sensitive to this. That's a part of my calling. So today in the church, if you want to participate in God's plan, it takes faith in Christ to fully embrace him. And I must regularly choose to cultivate my relationship with him. I must choose to stay hot with Jesus. To worship Him in my private life, to fill my ears with good fullness of the gospel, preaching and teaching, I've got to choose to walk in love with myself, towards myself and towards others. I've got to recognize the function of the five-fold ministry. In order for love's plan to be fulfilled, I want you to hear me. Two things, two realities must be present. In the body of Christ. Number one, men and women who have responded to the call of the fivefold ministry. Today. Thank God for those who have in the past. We need some now apostles, now prophets, now evangelists, now pastors and teachers. So the first thing we've got to have in order for the body of Christ, God's family, to be effective in the world is men and women. To respond to God's call of the fivefold ministry, I responded to that back in started in the mid '90s. I started to realize that I didn't understand the things I'm sharing with you now, and then I was ordained. I think in uh, 2001, officially, with my wife as well. The second thing that we need to be effective are believers, not doubters, not critics, but believers who who um who come alongside with the fivefold ministry to work together with Christ to bring about his plan in the earth those are the two things we want to cultivate at highway church we're looking for fivefold ministry gifts my wife and I stand in those offices we have those that calling upon our lives both apostolic and pastoral uh for sure But we're also looking to develop that in others or recognize that in others as well. So we need men and women who've responded to the call of the fivefold ministry. We need believers who come alongside them to work together with Christ to bring about his plan in the earth. This is the relationship. Listen, Highway Family. This is the relationship that Jennifer and I share with you. We don't see you, we endeavor not to look at you in the natural but to look at you by the Spirit. And that can be challenging, especially because we're people, and we all say and do things maybe we shouldn't do or forget things. And and, uh, I've had people over the years say, well, you didn't call, or or, you didn't say this, or you should have said that, and I didn't even know I did anything to offend them. That's just people stuff. That's, That's being fleshly. We've got to walk in the spirit. We've got to see each other after the spirit. Love never gets offended. When you walk in the spirit, it is impossible to be offended. It is impossible to be stressed. Why? Because love is a spiritual reality, right? So the relationship that Jennifer and I have with you is this relationship of the five-fold ministry. And I believe I need to emphasize this. And believe me when I tell you I am trying to condense this whole time into one hour, and I spend a lot of time trying to do that. But I know that in the days we're living in and in Bible days and Acts, there are just times when one hour just is not going to do it because God has some things to say. So we're working hard to to try and keep this into 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 a certain amount of time. But I believe this is really important because we're stepping into 2024. And I believe that what's happened in Israel is not going to stop. I believe that we're going to see turmoil in the earth like we haven't seen it before in the days ahead. That's not for us to be afraid. It's for us to be aware that Jesus is returning and to be about the Father's business. I love Christmas time. I love the celebrating. I love giving gifts. But let's not get caught up in in shallow things or superficial things. Let's live deep and be about the Father's business okay? I thank God for I lo, Elf is one of my favorite Christmas movies, but there really is no Elf. There really is no Santa. I got all those things, and I hope there's no kids listening to me. I'm sorry, kids. I don't want to spoil your, your, your imagination. Uh, I like the story of Santa, but St. Nicholas uh, was a real guy, um, but the truth about why we're celebrating is the finished work of Christ at Christmas time. We're celebrating God coming to earth as a man and revealing his heart to us. So Jennifer and I have this relationship with you. We're working together with you. Now, if they would have had the Internet in Acts chapter 3 and 4, they would have been using it. We have it, and we're using it today. These are Acts moments in our lives. We are, we are we're five, Jennifer and I are five fold ministry. And if you're a part of Highway Church, and maybe you'll become a part today, we have a relationship now. You're entering into a relationship where our responsibility is to preach and teach, to minister healing to you, to help you know Christ more and fulfill God's plan for your life and grow the kingdom in the earth. We're working together with you to bring people into the knowledge of who Christ is what he's done for us, and who we are in him. Now, if you've been in the body of Christ and you understand the things I'm sharing with you, you'll notice that different ministers have different emphasis. For example, Joseph Prince, one of my favorites, he has a wonderful revelation of the grace of God. Andrew Womack also has a wonderful revelation of the grace of God. Kenneth Copeland has a wonderful revelation of faith. Uh, Joyce Myers has a wonderful revelation of not being religious. Of not getting caught up in religious tradition and knowing God for real. There are different ministries that have, and so when God calls someone like myself and Jennifer, He'll give us an emphasis, He'll give us a revelation in a particular area. What is the area that God has given me as your pastor, the apostle of the church? He's given me a revelation of who Jesus is, what He's done for us, and who we are in Christ. I'm going to call it WWW. You've got a WWW pastor, okay? And this is the revelation I bring to you, that I offer to you. What would your role be as a participant, as a member of Highway Church, to listen closely every time we gather, whether it's a worship service, Bible study, social media post, a podcast, email? Every communication that comes from us, you grab a hold of that. That doesn't mean everything we say is perfect or God. It's not. But you're, you're looking for that revelation because this is our calling of who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and who we are in him. And you receive that you engage with that, you meditate on that, you act on that, and you work that, you 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 um, sow that into your life so that you can grow in Christ. This is how Jennifer and I have lived before we were ever called or recognized our calling. So we would look for a church that had a revelation of Christ. It wasn't a give us religious tradition. And then we would plug in and begin and we would every time that that gift that Christ gave us that pastor that apostle that ministry gift would would send a letter or an email or post a video or share a message it was a priority to us not because we were being legalistic because we recognized God's plan and we wanted more of Jesus, and we realized that God brought the fivefold ministry into the earth to help that happen. So as we go into 2024, Highway Family, it's time for us to put a fence behind us, to stop, to not, to, to refuse to be childish, but become childlike in our faith with Christ, to, to let the past go, and to become active participants in Highway Church, in the body of Christ. The primary way is by receiving the word that we bring to you. And I understand, like what we're doing today, this is like being in a classroom. And I get that that may not be exciting. I get that I don't have any uh, production uh, with with amazing lighting and and great music right now, and and that's okay. But you've got to train yourself to simply hear what God is saying and sow it into your life. So we have this relationship of faith together, Highway Family. And wherever you're at, whether you're in the Northeast, the South, the West, the center of the country, in another country, I'm asking you, if Highway Church is your church, to begin cultivating and, and placing a priority on this relationship. And if you will do that, give it a good solid six months where you're participating, where you're receiving the word we bring, you're receiving the message of Christ we give, you're praying with us, you're meeting with us every week, live online. You're 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 uh, if you can't make the Bible studies, you're watching them on demand. We're active members of what God is doing here in Highway Church. If you'll engage with your heart and you'll receive the message God has given us, I guarantee guarantee you, you will not be the same, and you will be opening a door for God to do things in your life you may have never thought were possible. But it takes both of us working together with Christ for this to happen. Now, this man called Saul, I'm almost done, and we're going to have communion together, so please stay with me. This man called Saul, who was persecuting the church, had an encounter with Christ that opened his eyes to the reality of God's love. And he realized he had a calling on his life to be an apostle. He became the Apostle Paul. Now, he was not well-received, and understandably so, because he was persecuting the church just before. But he received this calling to now preach and teach the resurrected Christ, and people didn't know what to make of it. So he he spent private time with Jesus. Jesus appeared to him. Wasn't on a golf course, but he appeared to him and taught him the New Testament revelation of the finished work. And we see that Paul wrote most of the epistles we have in our Bible. Very important man, very important apostle. He wasn't one of the original 12. He didn't ever touch the flesh of Jesus, but he met with Jesus spiritually. And he began; he presented himself after uh, spending time with Christ and, and recognizing calling. He went back to Jerusalem and presented himself to the original apostles. They recognized the calling on his life, and they encouraged him, and they sent him out uh, with Barnabas. And he went going on missionary journeys to spread this message. But he... In many ways, was criticized and considered less than the original apostles. And I want to read to you what he wrote, because if you'll read his writings, they're very powerful. They're often misunderstood, as Peter said. He said the writings of Paul are often misunderstood, and that happens today. But he wrote something, and Paul talked a lot about this participation with the fivefold ministry. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, he's talking about fivefold ministers living off of the support of the church. This was something I never knew when I came. I didn't even know how this all worked. But in verse 6 of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, he begins by saying, and I'm trying to condense this Do only Barnabas and I not have a right to refrain from working? Prior to that, he was referring to Peter and the original apostles. They had no other type of job. They were being supported by the church, which was God's plan, as you're going to see here in a minute. But people were criticizing Paul and Barnabas about that. He's like, why? You see what he's about to say. He says in verse 7, who serves as a soldier at his own expense? I served as a sailor for six years. And wow, did they take good care of me. And I had to travel a lot. I got per diem. Uh, My expenses were taken care of. Paul says, who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Well, that'd be a pretty lousy army if you do. "Who, Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its grapes? Who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk? What's he talking about? Five-fold ministry. We're tending a flock. We're planting a vineyard in the vineyard of your heart. We're serving in God's army. He says, do I say this merely from a human point of view? Doesn't the law say the same thing? For it is written in the law of Moses, do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. When Jennifer and I are preaching and teaching, we're like oxen treading out the grain. Now, I might look like an ox. Jennifer is very pretty, but I don't know about that my, as far as I'm concerned. Now, <laughs> it says, do not muzzle an ox while it's treading out the grain. It is about oxen. It is not about, <laughs> is it about oxen that God is concerned? That's not what he's talking about. Surely he says this for us, doesn't he, New Testament church? Yes, this was written for us because when the plowman plows, that's the fivefold ministry, that's your pastor, when they plowed and the thresher threshes, they ought to do so in the hope of sharing in the harvest. The Passion Translation says it this way, doesn't he also give us this principle so that we won't withhold support from his workers? Who are his workers? Those in the fivefold ministry, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. It was written so that we would understand that the one spiritually plowing is and spiritually treading out the grain also labors with the expect, expectation of enjoying the harvest. Jennifer, I love when we hear testimonies of, of the, the transformation that's happened by you receiving the message of Christ that we preach. That thrills us. That fuels us. Keep them coming. Verse 11, if we have sown spiritual seed among you, is it too much if we reap a material harvest from you? If others have this right, he's referring to the original apostles, of support, he's talking about financially giving, from you, shouldn't we have it all the more? But we do not use this right. On the contrary, we put up with anything rather than hindle the gospel of Christ. Don't you know that those who work in the temple get their food from the temple, and those who serve at the altar share in what is offered on the altar? In the same way, listen to this, the Lord has commanded, the King James says, the Lord has ordained, this is an essential part of his plan, that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. Wow. The message says, along the same lines, the master that's Jesus, directed that those who spread the message be supported by those who believe the message. Why are we talking about this in in love's plan? Because it is essential. And if we're going to be effective moving forward through the rest of December, I'm asking you, and there are uh, people who have been a part of Highway for some time but maybe have not been consistent or faithful in listening to the messages, in receiving the word, in meditating in the scriptures that we share, in cultivating a vibrant personal relationship with Christ, in in encouraging others in Christ. So let's, let's say, for example, I was someone who came across Highway Church on YouTube. And I was looking for the revelation of Christ, or I heard this message, and I wanted more. Well, I'd start listening to it regularly. I'd go to the website. I'd check out the Bible studies. And I'd go, oh, man, this is good. This is good. I need more of this. I need more Jesus. And then I'd start uh, developing a relationship with Highway Church, and then I'd look for someone else to share it with. And I'd ask the Lord to do it. And if I lived by myself in an apartment, if I was a guy, I would look maybe for other guys to share this with. And I guarantee you the Lord will bring someone into your life. Guarantee you. And I'd invite them to come over or I'd say let's go to somewhere to a public place and let's, let's check this Bible study out together. I want you to see what, 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 what they're talking about here, that it's God's will to heal. That's an amazing Bible study we have. It's God's will to heal. I want you to see this Bible study on hear it on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I want you to learn about these things. And that's how the church grows. But we're all active in that. And then secondly, what I would do is I would begin bringing my ties to Highway Church. And I would be a faithful giver to the work, to the church that God has provided for me. And I would want to sow. And I, I remember when I first realized this. And again, I, it was probably nine years after I came to know Christ and we understood what a pastor was, we wanted to bless our pastor. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about him. It's like we came to realize how important love's plan was in the earth, and we wanted him or her to be strong, to be well provided for, to not have to deal with all the silly stuff, and to really be able to focus on doing what God called him or her to do. And we became active supporters, active participants in that five-fold ministry gift because we recognize love's plan. It takes faith on your part and on my part to do what we're doing. We are both giving and we are both receiving. And I am asking you, as I said at the beginning, 2024, I believe, is the year of the open door. It is a year of access into things we have not been able to access before. Opportunities that maybe didn't work in the past are going to work in 2024. In order for that to happen corporately with us, I'm asking you to simply recognize what I've shared today. Please listen to this message again. If you have to break it up into fifteen minute segments, do that. Meditate upon what I've shared. I want to walk together with you in Christ. I don't my you know what my agenda is to know him and help you know him. I'm not interested in anything else. I gave that all up back in 1987. Okay, and I'm not taking it back. My life is about knowing him. Yeah, I make mistakes. I, I, I sometimes I wish I would do better, but you know what? His grace is sufficient for all of us. So this is the agenda of Highway Church: to see people experience the love and power of Christ in their daily lives, daily lives, and that comes through revelation of who He is, what He's done for us, and who we are in Him. So as we worship the Lord right now, we're going to have communion in just a few moments, but we're going to worship Him right now with our tithes and our offerings. If you have not been consistent in your giving, I'm going to ask you to, again, I'm not mandating anything. Love doesn't do that. I'm asking you to prayerfully consider to do this of your own free will, to recognize what you've been given, and to become an active participant, become a faithful tither, a faithful giver to Highway Church, if this is your church. If this is not your church, maybe you attend another church, but you're being fed through the ministry of Highway Church, then consider becoming a partner with us. So you would tithe to the church that you're going to, because that's the church where your your main meal is coming from, but then you would become a partner to supporting ministries, which Jennifer and I do that. We, We look for supporting ministries to support as well. So we ask you to consider that, and we ask you to start today to be faithful every week. The Lord has things for Highway Church to do. There's a, there are just things that, that we need to do that are going to require a significant amount of money. That's just part of being in this world, okay? Um, so let's let's worship the Lord right now. You know you can go to our website. The information is there on your screen to our gift page at Church. Not us. You've got all kinds of options. Give directly online. We've got a nice giving page there. You can text uh, the amount you'd like to worship the Lord with to 508-502-7733. You can also uh, give stocks uh, via our website. You can give assets, stocks, property, vehicles. Uh, you can also give via Cash App or Cash Handle. It's Highway Give. So there are many ways that you can celebrate the goodness of God in your life and worship him with your money. And we ask you to be consistent to make this a vibrant part of what we're doing here because it is a part of love's plan and it's very important. Father, we thank you for what you've shared with us today. Lord, even as I'm ministering, I'm listening for you in what I'm saying. I'm listening. I'm growing. I'm desirous of more of you. I'm being blessed by the ministry of Highway Church. This is not me. This is you. You are the one who initiated this. You're the one who keeps this going. You're the one who's growing this. You're the one who makes this effective. And Father, we worship you right now. We bring our tithes, those of us who have chosen to be members of Highway Church, we bring our tithes unto you, 10% of our revenue. We are faithful in that. And we bring offerings unto you in addition to our 10%, to those of us who who, uh, look at Highway as an auxiliary ministry in our lives. We partner, we give, we support, we thank you for this option that we have, for this uh, extra support, for this auxiliary ministry that we have to bless us and to grow strong in you. And, Father, we worship you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, may all the money that we give be, be gloriously multiplied exponentially for the expansion of your kingdom, supernaturally by your spirit, and back into the lives of every sower for all that you've called them to do. I thank you for mortgages paid in full. I thank you for automobiles paid in full. I thank you for debt-free credit cards paid in full. I thank you for prospering this highway family like we've never prospered before. In Jesus name. Amen. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, what he's done for you and who you are in him. Check out our websites at highwaychurch.us and josephbosco.us and begin living the abundant life he came to give you.